to The Journey of a Misfit with Randy Abbott and Valerie Hayes. Hey, you have reached Journey of a Misfit. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Kind of caught me by surprise when we started recording there, Val. Yeah. Wow. What a week. What a week. It's been a good week. It's how been about, a great week, how actually. About, how about you? Has it been a good week for Compared you? to last week, yes, it's been very good. Yeah. Good deal. Mr. Hayes has my Bible. That's always good. Yes, it is. Thank you, Mr. Hayes. Thank you, sir. And Appreciate look, it. Look, even remembered my spectacles. That's yeah. true. All right. So I hope everybody has had a good week and that you have been able to spend some good time with the lover of your soul, which is Jesus. Jesus. He's crazy about you. I got to be honest, Val, that's the first applause we've ever gotten on Journey of a Misfit, I think. It's taken a while, but you know, (laughs) it's humbling for sure. So what's going on? Well, let's see. Our word this week that we're going to be talking about is bitterness. And you know, that's a challenging word to find um, songs about. Very challenging. There's a lot of secular songs about bitterness. There's not a lot of Jesus songs about bitterness, though. So I kind of was going with what's the opposite of bitterness? So what would you say the opposite of bitterness is? Well... Off the top of my head, and uh, I'd say joy. Yeah. You know? For sure. And peace. Yeah. Actually, if you think about it, uh, any of the fruits of the Spirit are the mm-hmm. opposite of bitterness. Because yeah. yeah. you can't have the fruits of the Spirit and be bitter. So It's hmm. true. Interesting. Because, yeah, that fruit would not be the fruit of the Spirit then. Yeah, and I was also thinking in terms of like what causes bitterness too. And I, you know, the thing that just kept coming up in my mind was like unforgiveness. Um, And unforgiveness towards others, unforgiveness towards ourselves, and unforgiveness towards God. Not that we need to forgive God, but sometimes we're angry, you know? Sometimes people have anger towards God because of things that have happened in their life and they just believe that God is to blame for it or that how can a loving God do the things that he, you know, that kind of a, of a thing. So I was kind of thinking a lot about how that bitter root can kind of grow when, when there's unresolved conflict and, and unforgiveness in our hearts, mm-hmm. at least for me. That's, right. that's what it is. I don't know what you think about that. Can I read the scripture real quick? Please. I want to read the scripture. Maybe we'll hear a cool song. How many do you have today? Three, four, five, eight? Like 18. Excellent. Yeah. So this is out of Ephesians, Paul's writing. And he says to get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, mm-hmm. forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Mm. you know, Paul was a pretty sharp guy. Yeah, he was. I'm learning more about Paul. I'm starting to like him. So, yeah, because you told me the other day something about you, you weren't feeling Paul for a long time. Well, you Can know. you want to elaborate there, Val? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, I love Jesus. That's who I really, really love. Um, he's my favorite. And then there are other characters, so to speak, in the love letter that he wrote to us that I don't like as much. And Paul's always been one that I really wrestle with and I struggle with. I mean, I think one, because of his roots in legalism and, and you know, he's just kind of a, I don't know, he's not the type of guy I would have chose to hang out with pre 
Damascus Road. <laughs> I don't think anybody wanted to hang out oh, with Paul pre, the pre-Jesus yeah. encounter. But, but I'm kind of excited about meeting him when I get there. You know, right. he's he's definitely making the list now because I'm reading this like historical thing about him, and and I'm just I'm learning a lot about him, and I like him. So that book's a must read. I'd say so. It's called the it's called Paul the Apostle, and I can't tell you who it's by, but I'll get that name okay out. But it's because I've read a couple of your other must reads and. And they were all wonderful. I really wanted to stab my eye oh, out with a stop. with an ice pick. Oh no, just kidding. Gosh. Just kidding. Oh, we just done Everybody a couple just, of Bible studies for the whole church. Come on down. <laughs> Knock it off. So what are you going to play for us first? Well, all right. So this one is um, uh, one of my all-time favorites from long ago. And, um, and actually, when I was driving in my car and I was just kind of reflecting on this topic, this, I feel like the Spirit said this one refine me and it's a song by jennifer knapp and jennifer knapp's been out of this christian scene for quite a while she still does music but she's been out of the scene and this was always one of my my favorite songs by her um and because i think that if any of us says that there's never been a time where we've questioned um we've, we've questioned god then I, I mean i think that you're a liar if you've right. never questioned god i mean i think confused. part of this journey is sometimes you question you're like i don't i don't get it like i don't understand but the other piece is that you know we have to trust him too if he's good he is good and we have to just full-heartedly have to be into that so this song is really just about how sometimes we come to this place where we need to be taken through the fire we need to be refined um and so that's kind of what this song's about being refined. Let's hear it. All right. I come into this place, burning to receive your peace. I come with my own chains of wars I fought for my own selfish gain. accepted your son but my soul feels so empty now what have I become Lord come with your fire burn my desires refine me Lord my will has deceived me please come and free me refine
this child for I long to be reconciled to you. That's a really cool song. It's a little bit different style than you usually do, too, right? Yeah, yeah. I like it, though. I like it. Again, I, I mean, I think it speaks to just, you know, God desires reconciliation so much. You know, his desire is for us to live at peace with everyone. And when we're not when we're not living in peace with others and we're not reconciled to others, we're actually not totally reconciled to him and we're mm-hmm. not fully walking in absolute peace with him. And so, I mean, I think first we've got to go in and we've got to let God do some healing in us. Um, to where our hearts and our minds fully, fully believe that He is good. You know, that, and we say this all the time that even in the midst of bad things and even in the midst of trials, God is still good. He is still sovereign and He still has a plan and it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just have to trust that. So sometimes we do have to go back to Him and we have to just say, you know what, refine my heart. I want to be reconciled to you. I don't want to be, I don't want this wedge between us. You know, my friend uh, Chuck from, uh, he's a pastor friend of mine, he said if we could get two things right, he goes, we could do so much better. If two things, yeah, if we that? just learned to trust God mm. and thank God, oh, he yeah. said if we could do those two things, then we'd be a lot better off. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there are more things to do, but if we get those two things, we'd go a long way. So we? trust him. And thank him. And thank him. Yeah, I mean, because mm-hmm. a grateful heart, it's easy to, it's hard to be crabby when you're being grateful right right um i like that it's pretty good isn't it it is good and do we really trust him though i mean i know i don't there's so many times that i walk in my own strength and that i don't and you know it makes me think about as you know the this the book that we read which is pretty much all the whole thing's about bitterness which is the bait of satan Mm -hmm. and how there were so many people in scripture who really had every right to be bitter and to be frustrated with where God had them. and But with all of them, God gave a vision prior to their trial, right? So if, we, if, we're, if God gives us vision and God gives us, um, he shows us what he has for us, we should expect that that road is not gonna be easy. You know, that that road is probably gonna come with some trials. Right. Um, and through the trials, he refines us. Through those trials, he, he, he gets us to the point that we need to be um, so that we can handle what we're going to be, what he's going to be giving to us. Because, I mean, if Jesus, I mean, you know, after Jesus went um, and got baptized, what was the first thing that happened? He was led into the wilderness for 40 days, right? And what did he do during those 40 days? He was with the Father, you know, and the Father was helping him and guiding him and telling him everything that he needed to know for his journey. And then what was the first thing that happened when he came out of the wilderness? He was tempted by Satan. How much do we see that happen here? I mean, we see so many new believers getting baptized. Yeah. Oh. And we're always um, mindful of, the, of what's going to happen. 
you know how they are right. tempted. So we're doing this uh, really cool book. You know, I'm about ready to wrap up this session for Bible study for the summer. But we're doing a book called Secrets of the Vine. Mm, Bruce um, Wilkinson. Bruce Wilkinson. It's a great yeah. book. You've already yeah. read the entire thing. I did. Yes. So this is I've been through this book a couple of times. It always seems to hit me at different seasons of my mm. life, depending on where I'm at. But yeah. I love the part where he's talking about love by degrees, and how determining and discerning whether you're being pruned mm. or whether you're being disciplined. Yeah, because that's good. it could look similar mm-hmm. you know god's um but the thing about being disciplined uh, if you don't just stop it it stops the discipline stops or the chasing stops when you're repentant right and the discipline part the difference between the two if i'm remembering right was the discipline when is when there's sin in your life and it needs to get out yeah and so um and it's just going to keep coming until it's out. Where the pruning is not necessarily that you've got sin in your life, but maybe you've got too much going on or yep. there's things that are using up your time and energy that he just wants to do away with so he can... Is that right? Yeah, am I, am that's I, the gist of it. But I think yeah. the cool part about that was, it, going back to your point about bitterness, you know, when you're assessing, Paul says we should examine our lives to make sure there's no one could, you know, we should examine ourselves all the time. So mm-hmm. for examining ourselves and you find there's nothing going on, there's no besetting sin. Right. You know, I've confessed my sin, there's nothing happening, then you just stay the course. But the point I thought was really cool when he says a lot of people get right to the point where there's ready to be a breakthrough and rather than just staying the course, mm. praying through that, they turn bitter. Yeah. Which then in turn takes them back into a season of discipline. Okay. Yeah. So they never get off the cycle. You yeah. go from discipline to prune, prune right. discipline. You never right. really get to where, you know, the whole point is to bring fruit, you know, yeah. bring fruit in accordance with your repentance. Yeah. You know, so I think, and I've been stuck in those seasons going, man, am I doing something wrong? No, the fact that you're being pruned like you're may do your, mean you're doing something right. Well, and don't you think too, because we don't, we don't want to get, there's two traps I think we can get stuck in as well. We can get stuck in that trap of waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're waiting for some like miraculous sign or writing on the wall that for us to go ahead and make th- take that step. Right. Or perhaps we're waiting and waiting and waiting because there's like underlying fear or something like that. And then on the other side, there's the people who just jump without waiting on the Lord, you know, and they go through and, and what do you think? I mean, like, cause I feel like in, in my journey, I've done both, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think that God's always there to teach during that time as well and, and instruct me in different ways, but it's come into the middle ground you know where you're like you've got that perfect balance of waiting on the lord but then acting right you know when it's time to act um and then trusting that even if things don't go the way you want them to go um because you're going to be dealing with other people and anytime there's other people involved in anything you're doing there's a chance it's going to get screwed up right um because we just can't predict how other people are going to respond to what we do um, that God is so faithful to be there, and it's not a surprise to him. He knew that that was going to happen, and he's got a plan for it. Right. And f- so for us to stay faithful to it and not just throw in the towel. I mean, you know, there were a couple times like with Mercy's Hope. I remember one time where it was a hard season. Um, I went on a trip by myself, and the, as soon as I got off the plane, I was told that one of the children's homes that we had been supporting for years was a total fraud and that they had been cheating us and lying to us the whole time. And so that trip was me all alone having to confront that. And I thought, oh, dear Lord, what am I doing? I gotta, I'm, not, I'm not worthy of this. I can't do this. And 
and I could have quit. And that was so many years ago. I could have quit. But in my mind, I thought, you know, what God was so good to reveal was that every ministry that's ever been has made mistakes mm-hmm. and has been cheated. Every single ministry that ministers to people at some point is going to get cheated and lied to and hurt because we are ministering to hurting people. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And that's why you're doing it. So actually, it propelled me to want to do it even more because I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be bitter about it. I'm not going to be angry that somebody, you know, cheated us. Um, it's going to propel me to actually, like, it was almost like God was like, and that's why I need you to love these people because, you know, because they're hurting and, and yeah. So that's good. Yeah. I'd like to hear something else. Oh, what else great. you have for us? So another song I have, it's, it's another one that I, I don't know, for some reason, God has me going back 10 years to music, but this one is, um, This one is a song called You Are Still Holy, and it's by Rita Springer. Have you ever heard of her? Mm. Boy, she was, you know how right now there's a real movement in in worship music for just a little bit more freedom in worship, a little bit more breathing room to where we're not just like, let's do verse one, verse two, verse three, and you know, it's, there's a little bit more freedom, just breathing for people to explore music, and I love that. she was doing that a long time ago, and I saw her at a, at, a, at a festival once, and she blew my mind, because before that, it was just very regimented what worship was and how you sang it, and um, she just had so much freedom in her worship, and that's all I'll say about that. But anyway, so this song um, is about how no matter what is going on, that God is still holy and he is still sovereign, even if it doesn't make sense to us. And and I think that we have to to get to the point where we understand that God is good. Even when circumstances are not, God is still good. He is good because he's good because he's good. Mm -hmm. And... And in that, I believe we can start trusting him, you know? Um, He's proven himself time and time again, but especially for new believers, people who are just now starting this journey. You know, God is going to prove himself to you, and he's going to show up in amazing ways, but then bad things are going to happen, and it's going to test you um, to question whether God is good. And he is good, and he is faithful, and he knows what he's doing, and we have to trust it because our vision is today. It's right in front of us. We only see with our earthly eyes and he sees beyond he sees to the end and 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 we just need to trust him in that and and trust that he knows what he's doing um and really it's all about him anyway you know it's not about us it's about him so this one is called you are still holy still holy even when the darkness surrounds my life and sovereign you are still sovereign even when confusion has blinded my eyes Lord I don't deserve your kind affection And so I come into your 
Welcome back. Yeah, that's a that's an okay song, Val. Ah. <laughs> okay, so next no, week good. we've decided, guys. Just seen, you know, I'm super excited about next week's podcast because Randy is actually going to do all the music next week. So Ooh. tune in for that one. We're gonna do some Ariel Speedwagon, <laughs> some Van Halen, a little Freebird. No, that's actually a really cool song. So Val, uh, let's tell Thanks. everybody how to get a hold of us and then maybe close out with another song. Is that sure. cool? No problem. So guys, if you need to reach out to us for any reason, just um, you need some encouragement, you need prayer, whatever it is, you've got a great story you want to tell, we'd love to hear it. Valerie at mercieshope.net and Randy at misfitsforjesus.com. So please, please, please reach out. And guys, remember, Jesus is crazy about you. Um, just press into him and um, get to know him a little bit more today. Have a great week, you guys. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. 
break every chain, 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 break every chain. sufficient sacrifice, so freely given, such a price for all. There's an army rising 